let's take a first look and unboxing of the new Binbot controller, the multi-platform controller. Could have had a better name if you ask me. Okay, so yes, Binbop did send this over to us for free as a sample. However, I'm under no obligation to sway my opinions because of that, and I'm always honest on this channel. So make sure you go down there and subscribe. But yeah, this is the Binbop multi-platform controller. I mean, it kind of says it in its name, right? But we're a dedicated Switch channel, really. So I'm gonna be like focusing on that. But this is a first look. I've not taken it out of the box yet. You know, I'm gonna be doing this with you essentially. And you can see my first reactions and impressions of the controller straight up. And I do wanna say I will do a full blown in-depth review where I test dead zone and everything else later after a few weeks of testing this. So make sure you go down there and subscribe so you don't miss out. So this is the box just here. Now this controller is about 30 pounds in the UK without shipping. So that's probably what, about $40 roughly. So, you know, it's kind of like a mid-priced sort of alternative third-party controller. And the box is nothing really special. It just says, born to game. And yep, well, I was born to game. So let's see how much game I can be born with with this controller. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, here we go. This is the little cardboard box that it comes in. Again, nothing too shabby, but there's a good amount of protection on the controller during shipping, I suppose. And then inside we get whatever we get inside. Nothing there, let's get rid of these. And okay, we get something there. We get the controller there. We get a lead and uh, a binbok born to game sign, cool. We get a user manual, which is pretty hefty. I imagine it's multi-language. So there we go. I'm gonna cheat. I've written a load of notes off the website of all the features and stuff on my phone. So like after we've taken a look at it, I'll kind of like tell you some of the features and stuff that this, well, all of the features that this controller can do, but there we go. So straight up, here is the controller cable. So this is a USB-A to USB-C cable just here, which is kind of cool. It's probably about a meter long, judging by like looking at it. But yeah, okay, so we get a cable. This, I already know what this is because I saw the features on the website, right? This is to attach your phone to it. So I'll come back to that and we'll take a look at that in a minute. And then this is the controller. Whoop. So there you go. It looks like an Xbox controller. It looks like the old Xbox Pro controller, you know, that came with one of the Xbox, Xbox One, I think it was, something like that. So this is the controller. It's just black, basically. And you've got loads of stuff on the back, so we'll come back to that. Straight away, I can tell that it's, oh my God, it's a fingerprint magnet because it's got this kind of like matte satiny finish. I don't know what you call that. I've I forget things, okay? I know people are gonna comment saying, Andy, it's not that, it's this. Just tell me what it is, I can't remember. It's got like a rubberized kind of like stuff over it. So it's clearly like a plastic shell with like a slight rubber coating. And yeah, it is a fingerprint magnet. I don't know how well you'll see that on this camera, but you know, I'm getting sticky fingers all over it and it is covered in this stuff all over. Like the whole controller is covered other than, oh no, even the top, even the top is covered in it. So on the back, well, that's quite nice actually. On the back, these sort of like side bits are textured. So they are more rubbery. This is kind of like a smooth matte rubber. This is like a textured rubber where you can like feel little tiny grooves and grip on there. I'm not too sure how that will show up on the camera, but you know, there you go. You've got some sort of grips on either side. The actual controller fitting in your hand feels quite nice. You know, it, it does feel like an Xbox controller more than like a Switch controller, but you can see it's aimed at that because it's a multi-function one. I mean, the, the 
buttons here are A, X, Y, and B. But then inside the middle, aimed at switch, you've got, you know, the, the switch layout. So A, B, uh, Y, and X, just up here. I don't know how you can see that again, but so you kind of, for switch users, are gonna have to go by this rather than the like lit up. Let's see if I can turn it on. So you can actually turn on, there you go. So you can see that there are RGB LED rings around here. And then you've got some, uh, you know, lit up buttons there, but those won't apply if you're using this on Switch, which is kind of sad. You know, I would have preferred it just being a dedicated Switch controller, but that's not the point of this controller. It's multi-function, you know, it's multi-purpose. It can be used on loads of different systems. And again, when I come to the features, I'll go over that. But yeah, so there's that. I mean, this, the joysticks, eh, okay. The joysticks have like rubber coatings on them and they, they, you know, they seem to like return okay to the top just there. So they do have rubber coating, but one of the features which I will say about is that you can actually pull the, the joystick up. So let's do that again. You can actually raise it for better accuracy. So I don't know if you've seen those like joystick, um, like grips that you get and sometimes you can extend the joystick for better accuracy. Well, this kind of does it for you. So you can just, pull it out and then it's raised up higher and then you have to click it back down. Now I will say just let's have some first impressions of this. They don't feel consistent, the sticks. This one feels a little bit grindy, but that could be because it's, you know, it's just like rubber around there. Whereas this one, you've got like a plastic ring around it, which is the RGB LED. So this one feels nice and smooth, but this one feels a bit gritty. So that's just the coating of the rubber that I was talking about. Now let's pop that stick up. And both sticks adjust, by the way, you can pull both up. That's not as nice. It's okay, but it feels like there's a bit too much resistance there. Like, I don't know. It definitely feels nicer when it's inside. It feels more free, like when it's up. Yeah, and I reckon if it's up, I'm probably gonna get too excited and push down too hard on it, and then it's just gonna pop back down. And I don't know how over time, if that gets loose, and then it won't stay up. Do you know what I'm saying? This is just concerns, you know, first impression concerns. That's the joysticks. Now the D-pad, you've got this kind of like Xbox X-esque kind of like thing on the top, but I think you can, yep, you can remove it. So you can remove this. This is just like a little cap. And then the D-pad, it feels okay. Like it's all right. It's not the best D-pad ever. It's it's okay. You know, it's okay. So that's okay. Uh, to be honest, I'd say I prefer it with this thing on it. Does this go a certain way? Yeah, it does. Okay. So there we go. So that definitely feels nicer with that bowl on it, but still it's a little bit janky. It's okay. On the front, we've got select, share, set and start, and then a home button. And the face buttons, they feel okay. They're, they're consistent. You know, the face buttons are consistent. That's okay. The start, set, share, and select are all pretty consistent. They're quite clicky. So they're all quite clicky buttons on the face there. The home one is kind of mushy. Like it's kind of a mushy one, but there you go. You can see that RGB LED lights up, you know, just there. Not too sure how well you can see that, but they do light up with RGB LEDs. On the top, we have LB, RB, LT and RT. Now as a Nintendo user, that makes no sense to me. That should be L, uh, ZL, ZR and R. But yeah, okay. Oh, ooh, ooh, okay. So the, the back ones here feel like analog. 
rather than digital, you know, uh, I always forget what they're called, shoulder buttons. So they feel like analog shoulder buttons rather than digital because they actually kind of like move down. So that's kind of nice. And they don't click when you get to the bottom. It's just there. So I suppose these are analog stick, uh, sticks on oh, my days. I suppose they're analog triggers. Okay, I'm sorry. My brain is just frazzled. There we go. And then we've got this bit on the top. We've got a USB-C charge port just there. And then we've got this kind of like weird thing around the top there. I'll get to that in a minute. On the back, you're thinking, well, Andy, what's that? Well, that just there is something really difficult to get out. And that is, you're gonna have to use your nails here. If you don't have any nails, this ain't gonna work. But basically you pull that out and it's a wireless 2.4 gigahertz dongle. So you can plug that into your PC or let's say into your Switch or your PlayStation or whatever. And you can use that or you can use it, you know, wireless like that. That's probably the best connection is wireless 2.4 gigahertz. That's gonna be the most stable connection. It also supports Bluetooth 4.0. I'm just remembering some of my notes here. So it supports Bluetooth 4.0 and wired as well. So you can use this thing wired, Bluetooth, or with the dongle, which is kind of cool. And then on the back, you've got macro buttons. So you've got M1, M2, M3, and M4. So on the back just here, you've got these fairly clicky like macro buttons. So yeah, so you can assign these buttons to what you want. And yeah, I guess that's what a uh, set is for, I'm guessing. So the set button, you can probably assign any of the buttons or D-pad things to this. Now again, when I do my full in-depth review, I'll go over all of this, you know, I'll be testing all of this out, but just in first impressions and first opinions, it looks like these are all, you know, customizable, which is kind of cool. Uh, and then on the top just here, we've got what this is for. So this is your phone holder. So, you know, you can stick your phone in there. You might even be able to fit the switch in there. You know, you might be able to fit the switch screen in there and then have that attached to the top of the controller so that you play like this with the switch on the top. I will test that during our review. But yeah, I mean, this has got a couple of little like grooves here, which just slide in to the top of the controller. So put it like that, push down and you're done. So there you go. So that's how this works. And then it does close as well. So you can actually store it like this, which is kind of cool. And then you open this up and then you're gonna have to hold this, I guess, to pull this up. So yeah, because, yeah, I thought so. Because it's not keyed, so because this like thing just here is just straight and the way that they've designed this, like if I slide it in and then go to pull it up, well then it just comes straight off because there's, there's nothing holding it into place. So you're gonna have to like hold it down or like hold it into place to be able to pull this up to put your phone in or potentially your switch screen, you know, the tablet of the switch. So I'll see if that works in the review. But yeah, okay, that's a bit janky. I mean, I feel like this could be better uh, because it just, yeah, I mean, yeah, meh. Should have been keyed, there should have been a latch where you have to like push a button or something to remove it so that you didn't have to like hold it down because that's kind of annoying. Uh, you know, you've got to like hold it to open it. But yeah. There we go. So that is the controller itself. 
Now let me cheat entirely, get my phone. I mean, again, I've said this before, we're all friends here, right? You don't mind me reading off my phone, do you? So the controller itself is around 30 pounds, excluding shipping. Like I said, there's probably 40, 45 dollars, something like that. So the features are, it works with PC, iPhone, like iPad, Android, Switch, and Mac OS, you know, operating system, Mac OS, there we go. So it pretty much works on everything. It's got a phone bracket attachment that we've looked at, 2.4 gigahertz wireless, Bluetooth 4.0 and wired. It's got RGB LED backlight. It's got like switch and Xbox style face buttons, which we've looked at. It's got four levels of rumble. There we go. So actually five, if you count zero. So you've got zero, 25, 50, 75, 75 and 100. It's got six axis gyro as well. So it does have gyro it's got d-pad and joystick height adjustments which we've been over it's got four macro buttons on the back again and it's got a dongle built into the back just there so there we go it's pretty much what i've gone over already but that is our look or first look at the binbok multi-platform controller again the name's a little bit rubbish it's okay you know my like first impressions here is it's all right you know like i'm not too much of a fan of this kind of like rubberized finish Again, as a Switch user, I mean, the button layout isn't right. I mean, they've tried with that kind of like thing in the middle there, uh, and that's okay. I mean, it, this is mainly aimed at people that want a controller for multiple platforms. Not someone like me that just wants a Switch controller. This is more like, okay, I, I game on my phone, on my tablet, on my PC, on my Mac, on my Switch, on my PlayStation, on my Xbox, whatever it is. And I want one controller that I can just bring around anyone's house and play on any system. That's what this is for, right? This isn't for like dedicated Switch users. This isn't for dedicated PC users. This is kind of like for a bit of everything. But for 30 pounds, that's fairly budget. It's about half the price of an, an official Nintendo Pro Controller. It feels all right. Like I said, it feels a bit janky on the sticks. They're a bit like grindy. Uh, the D-pad's a little bit meh, but yeah, yeah, okay. Again, like I said, if you want a budget controller that goes through everything, well, this might be for you. Make sure you go down there and subscribe so you don't miss out on our full-blown in-depth review of this controller, which will come in a few weeks, you know, maybe a month, something like that. Whenever I get around to fully test it and get some serious tests done for it, but I will test Dead Zone and all that good stuff, so make sure you're subscribed. Now, if you wanna see any other videos about Nintendo controllers, well then go and check out some of these videos just here, because I'm sure there'll be some controller videos or reviews right here that I've done in the past. I don't know what video I'm gonna put here yet, but just go check them out. They are relevant, so go check them out and uh, subscribe. Just do it, just do it. You know you want to.